0: This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo. And today I want to talk about being accredited by God or us manifesting power, manifesting signs, wonders and miracles like Christ because um, Acts 2.22 says, fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourself know. Now Jesus of Nazareth, the Christ, the Son of God, was accredited, was authorised, was given credence by the signs and wonders and miracles that he did. Now I wonder how we live up to that because what signs, wonders and miracles do we do? Now I realise there's one extreme where you can do signs and wonders and Jesus could turn and say I never knew you but that's no excuse for us not walking in the manifestation of signs, wonders and miracles, we should be walking in the manifestation of these things and Jesus was a mature, obviously the mature son and he is our example He is the one we should follow always. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus the Christ was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs. Now Paul says, I came to you in weakness and fear and with much trembling. My message and my preaching were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. So that your faith would not rest on men's wisdom, but on God's power. So Paul did not come with just nice words, was was even persuasive words, even wise words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. Now I wonder if in our day we've turned this around, and let me read maybe what we have done. We don't come in weakness and fear, in other words the fear of the Lord. We come with our nice messages and we don't come with much trembling. We don't tremble at his word. We come with a message that's full of persuasive words of our wisdom and with no demonstration of the Spirit's power. And the opposite then happens. that The faith rests in man's wisdom, but not in God's power. But actually... God is looking for a remnant who come in weakness and the fear of the Lord and with much trembling, trembling at his word, trembling in case we add to the word or take away from the word so that we can then say my message and my preaching did not come with persuasive words of wisdom or man's wisdom but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power And that's how Christ was accredited. In other words, they would recognise that he was the Christ. That he was authorised by heaven. They would recognise that he was the sent one, the Messiah. By the signs, the wonders and the miracles that he did. And this verse has made me think. What accredits us or what... If we want to be accredited by God... Yes, we're not accredited by the signs and wonders we do, as I've already said, because you could do that and still not know God. But if we want to be accredited to the world, if we want to be recognised by the world, if we want to influence the world, if we want to turn the world upside down, then we need to walk in the signs, wonders and miracles. In other words, we need to manifest Christ. We need to manifest something. We need to manifest his power. We need to manifest the fear of the Lord. We need to manifest his holiness. We need to manifest the attributes of God, the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the love of God, absolutely, but also the power of God. It's not either or. We need to begin to manifest the power because, I'll read it again, Jesus of Nazareth was a a man accredited by God to you, by miracles, wonders and signs, which God did among you through him. So a part... or a massive part of the message that we have to bring must be followed by signs following. It must be backed up by heavenly manifestations of the power of God, of the miracles of God, of signs and wonders and healing. And this past um, few weeks, in fact it's longer than that, this past few months, I've been feeling that there's a change happening, there's something in the spirit that's happening where maybe we've had a few years or maybe many years of nice conferences and nice seminars and nice teaching and that's all good but I really believe it's time to step into something where we need to see the manifestation of Christ. At First of all in us, we need to see the mature sons and mature sons It's not about how many mystical experiences we have. It's not about how many, I don't know, encounters even you have or how many people you've seen in the cloud of witnesses or how much you can even see in the spirit. True maturity is how much of Christ is formed in you. How much of you is dead to self but alive to Christ. How much of the living, resurrected Christ is living in you and through you. That's true maturity. But... When we do live like that, when we live out of that place of first of all being dead to ourselves and Christ living in us and through us, the resurrected life, then we will also be accredited to the world through miracles, signs and wonders which God will do in our nations through you and me as we become living epistles. When I read the stories of like, the Celtic Saints, I'm always talking about the Celtic Saints and revivalists of old, that they they walked in some of this. Some of them, I believe, partook of the power of the age to come. And I believe that we need to tap into that same, same realm and we need to begin to demonstrate something. We as mature sons cannot continually just be having another, all I see in Facebook is another conference about more knowledge, about more amazing revelation, which is okay. But what happens when we get that revelation and then we go, yeah, that's brilliant, let's move on to the next seminar, to the the next piece of revelation. And all we're doing is puffing ourselves up a lot of times with just more knowledge and more knowledge and more knowledge. I don't know about you, I don't want just more knowledge, I want more manifestation. Like, some of this stuff we learned maybe five years ago or ten years ago, I want to see the manifestation of it. I want us to begin to really move in the spirit, where we are so um, filled with the fullness of Christ, so that, I mean, Ian's teaching when he talks about the gateways of our soul, I want to get to the stage where the gateways of our soul are dealt with, and so that, we're really living out of the spirit so that a spirit is ruling over our soul and our soul is ruling over our body and we don't need to continually go over and over and over all this stuff. We need to deal with our stuff absolutely a million percent but there's got to be a time where we are utterly dead to self and I feel we're, we're at a time where the world is demanding our manifestation. The earth is groaning, creation is groaning for the manifestation of you and me But it's not just. It's not the old you, it's not the sinful you, it's the Christ you, it's the Christ man. I love the story of John G Lake where he was just hungering for God for maybe a nine month period or something like that. And he was so hungry, but each time something happened, like he would get some sort of encounter, people would tell him, you've arrived, you've arrived. And he knew there was something more until one day he was surrounded by a cloud and he said it changed all of his nature, all of his nature was changed, and he said after that experience that the spirit remained, it was no longer visitation, it was habitation, and he said it was after that encounter when he was engulfed in the cloud and his nature was changed, that he became what he called a Christ man, a Christ man, and it was after that he began to manifest miracles in a scale that it was very, very rare and still is to this day. We, know, we all know the story of they put the bubonic plague on his hand and looked through a microscope and the plague would die. But what we don't realise is it took hunger before that. Hunger for Christ, hunger for the presence, but then hunger to manifest the power as well. And it was only after he became a Christ man and his nature was changed... When he said it became a Christ man, the old man was dead, the new man was alive, the resurrected Christ was living through him. And it was then that the bubonic plague had to die in his hand because it could not live. And it could not live on the hands of a man who was dead to self but alive to Christ. And he began to manifest Christ. And Evan Roberts was another one when he met God face-to-face for three months. And when he went, met God for face-to-face in the heavenlies for three months, he said his whole nature was changed. And I do believe we need our whole nature changed by being in the presence, the, the Christ-likeness, the Christ-man to be revealed in us. But it cannot be that we just continue the way we're doing and we just have nice seminars and more knowledge. We've got to begin to manifest power The world is in need, I feel as if maybe the last few years we've been inward looking and allowing God to deal with us and it's all absolutely right, we still need to do that. But I also feel my spirit turning towards the world and I feel that as the darkness begins to cover the world, we're seeing rumours of wars and all the stuff that's happening in Ukraine and the threats of war and threats of nuclear war and all this. Darkness is being revealed and and it's as if it's one thing after another. It was lockdown, it was it's coronavirus and all these things. But then now it's war, now it's Ukraine, now it's Russia. Whatever you think about how what's really going on, doesn't really matter. It's still things in the world, it's not right, it's darkness covering the earth and it's trying to bring fear. But what I believe God is doing is we are the ones who need to begin to manifest the glory, and manifest the power. We're accredited by God and we need to be like Paul when he says, I come to you in weakness and fear. We need to carry the fear of the Lord and with trembling and even natural fear. We need to begin to ask God, Lord, how do I manifest? What do you want me to do? I will be obedient. Let him speak to you and give you like direction from heaven about where you have to go and what you have to do and to be brave. I think it's time to step out I really believe for many people listening, it's time to step out, it's time to just go and do something, be brave, be courageous, begin to take communities, villages, cities for Jesus, I, I, I really believe that, how will we do that exactly, I, I don't know, I don't have all the wisdom of men, but I do know that if he says to do, go and do one thing, I'll do it, because I'm foolish enough to believe, I will go in fear and tremble, and I'll go in my weakness, I don't claim to be strong. But we have a message and we can preach, not with persuasive words of wisdom. We're not just going to be like mere men, but we're going to demonstrate the Spirit's power so that men will put their faith in God and not in us. All this message is summed up in this. It is time to manifest the power. It's time to manifest the glory. It's time for you to be manifest because all creation is groaning for you and it's groaning for me and it's time. We cannot just have more knowledge. Listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders and signs which God did among you. It's time for us who are accredited by God, Christ ones, to do miracles, wonders and signs on the earth. Something is changing. I don't know if you sense it or not. But we need to begin to look outward as well as allow the Lord to change us inwardly. To burn up everything. To burn up all corruption. Absolutely. To prepare us for holy union. Absolutely. But then he's turning their hearts towards towards the earth. Why? Because God's heart is towards the peoples of the earth. He is groaning. He sees the suffering. He sees the death and destruction and all the evil things that's happening. Whether it's through... Coronavirus, who knows what wars, and all the rest of the stuff is going on. It's time for us to manifest signs, wonders and miracles on the earth. This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo.